What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Aloha! Welcome, we are back from theballerlifestyle.com. You're listening to the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. Thank you very much for joining the show. If you would like to comment on anything that you hear this week, please send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the email address. Also, if you hear something you, even if you don't hear something you want to talk, you want to comment on, you got your own thing. You are welcome to give us a call, 949-464-TBLS-8257 is the phone number where you can leave us a voicemail. Also, if you if you want to hear more of what we do, we do more than what you hear for free every week. We do a whole bunch more topics, the more risque topics we save for behind the paywall. And if you are so inclined, you can pay for that. It's five bucks a month or currently 50 bucks a year, but I'm going to raise it to 55. Just click the link in the show notes, subscribe there, redcircle.com, or you can go to theballerlifestyle.com and click the link at the top of the page. You can go to my Twitter, click, click on the pinned tweet, subscribe at any of those places. If you are so inclined, we do appreciate your patronage. I am joined now, as always, by Mr. Ed Daly. Ed, how are you, buddy? Doing well. I'm, I'm feeling happy. Love is in the air. Just read this headline. Rupert Murdoch, 92, decides to have another go at marriage. Wow. True Did, love still exists out there. Wait, didn't he had a longtime wife, right? And he divorced her, well, he, and then he married then Jerry, Jerry Hall. Hall. Yeah. Yeah, I think all these women are like playing the, uh, the old rich fuck uh, roulette. Like, they're just like, hey, come on. He's got to die on my watch, right? And then they kind of can't deal with it, and or he yeah. he yeah he, he recycles them, and they they all think they're going to be the one, one. when yeah. he kicks it because he, he's looked ninety two for like thirty years now. Yeah, I mean you're going to get something, right? I mean you're not. It's he's going to make it worth your while, years, but yeah. But they're trying to make they're trying right. to. It's this big is score. like a you know a, a bank robbery movie, and this yeah. is the last big score. This is what they're hoping for. Yeah, it's like it's like that one. Because there's no way somebody wants to. No, no, wa- wants to have sex with him. Well, it's like that woman that was married to Harvey Weinstein. She, you know what yeah, happened? He was married. He was married to to a, a handsome, you know, good looking woman who immediately went lesbian after divorcing him. You know, there's somebody out there that's that's trying to get that bag. That that penis of his would drive people away from. Yeah, maybe she thought penises. Maybe she thought they all looked like that, or maybe she just she had PTSD. Yeah, could could never look at another one, so went uh, went lesbian. Well, I'm happy for the new Mrs. Murdoch because remember (laughs) Sumner Redstone. Oh yeah, he's super gross. Has he died yet? think so he was he was like in his late 90s i think yeah and he Sumner. and he was he was real crusty like he it's was like crusty. like flaking apart and had all the wait. liver spots wait a second he died in 2020 and he was not even 80 years old no wait, no, no no that's not that's not true no he was 90 he's 97 yeah. yeah and he and he had recently taken a bride now i will say this there there is the flip side to that um, who's the guy? Dick, the, the chimney sweep. Oh, Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke is in his nineties, and he's a, a recent newlywed. But he's he clearly still fucks. Like he's like Dick Van yeah, Dyke's out there him, fucking. I've seen him like on, on video, like dancing. Yeah, stuff. he's a, he's an active dude. Yeah, he he needs a young bride because he's got a lot of fucking to do. This uh, this Rupert Murdoch, he just needs somebody to show off at events. Yeah. I don't. I don't feel like he really throws it down anymore. I uh, um, yes, yeah. I, she she looks certainly way too attractive for him. Oh no! I, I, I look her up. 
Von Rupert. Yeah. Rupert. But like she's not she she's she looks like a very attractive woman for her mid sixties, is that what it said? Oh yeah, she's had some work. Anne Leslie Smith. Sixty six. Sixty six. Yeah, she's yeah, she's a sprightly sixty six. Look, sixty six ain't that old anymore. No, it, but it, I'm like saying it used she, to be. She, looks, she looks very good for sixty six and she isn't really want to be with him there's no, no way no i always assume that there's some kind of like business relationship like where she was like his lawyer or something or she's like there's he's he wants that um whatever that kind of privilege is where your wife can't testify against you when they find out that you've been right doing robbing everyone yeah doing murders and stuff right well congrats to them very happy for yeah. them oh he looks like a um he looks like a sharpay that face yeah he's not looking good yeah it's a, it's a tough look is there anything, so let me tell you a story that happened to me. Is there, I, so I told my girlfriend a couple days ago that I, I randomly had a dream about one of our friends and, but it wasn't a sex dream, but it was kind of worse. I dreamt that, and that one of her friends committed suicide and I'm like, some dream. I know. And I'm like, and also I never remember my dreams. So I'm like, hey, I'm like, do not tell this person because it's weird enough that I had a dream about him. But then we randomly happened to be in this person's company this weekend and we were kind of buzzed. And she's like, you got to let me tell her. And I'm like, she's like, she'll think it's funny. And I'm like, okay, you can tell her. So she told her and she did think it was funny, but I was so embarrassed. I was like pulling my shirt over my face. Is there anything (laughs) more embarrassing than having a dream about somebody that's not like part of your inner circle. It's like, because it's immediately like yeah. the person thinks that you've been thinking about them, which is not the case. What, right. Why do dreams fuck you like that? Uh, yeah, I I will occasionally have a dream about a random person that I haven't even thought about in 15 years, like an old coworker. Yes. And I'm like, why, why was I even thinking about Where this person? Where does this person come from? It's not fair. And look, it's like I, I so rarely – Remember my dreams. I don't want to have morbid dreams. I want to be fucking in my dreams. Like I want to be doing cool shit in my dreams. I don't want to be watching people die on purpose yeah. that I don't even see I that would, often. I would say the dreams I remember are usually just weird. Yes. When I wake up, I'm like, why was that happening? But like, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I, but I'm sure she definitely thinks you were dreaming about her. Like, like you're, th- you're yeah. thinking about her a yeah, lot. I know that's, that's true. I had to make some jokes about it because I'm, that's the thing. You're not thinking about the person, but if you dream about them, they immediately assume you are, which is fucking weird, which makes you seem like a huge weirdo, right. which I am, but just not in that particular case. Right. This, this wasn't you being weird. This was something weird happening to your brain. Exactly. Right. Okay. Let's talk some sports. You ready? Yep. My name is Brian They call me the other guy I host a podcast show I'll give hetero life a try If you see something on my hand That makes you think I'm not a man It's just my cool rings you see They're as sparkly as can be my don't Troy on DVD. Ed, what is going on this week in the world of sports? Did anybody die? We lost a couple. Yeah. Uh, Rest in peace. First Rest up, peace. one of the one of the great Rest innovators in Olympic Rest sports, big time. Dick Fosbury, the Fosbury flop high jumper, seventy six years old. <laughs> This dude looked at how everybody was doing it. The Western roll. For years. And he's like, you know what? We can do this like way better. Backwards. Backwards. Jump, jump back first. I mean, it's an awkward looking jump. If you, if you look at the Western roll, it looks more natural, but they Uh, can jump way higher. What's let's look at the highest. Okay. um, Yeah. Western roll. High jump. World record. Now I, I get that they're better 
athletes today. Six feet seven. While the no while the no diving rule was still in force, the world high jump record was captured by a series of Western roll jumpers. All the way like in nineteen thirty six was the was the six feet seven. Now what's the what's the modern high jump? We'll just do high jump world record. High jump. Eight feet, over eight feet, 2.45 meters, still held by the great. You're going to know this, right, Ed? Javier uh, Sotomayor of, no. of Cuba. I'll tell you what, there's the, the legend. Uh, the last Olympics, there, the NCAA champion, I don't think he meddled, but he's like the up and coming guy. Yeah. Um, he's one of the only people in the world who is like a world class level. He's a long jumper and high jumper. Whoa, weird combination. Those are those are different jumps. Big time. Yeah. Big time. But it wouldn't surprise me to see Believe a, LSU. a great athlete's a great athlete. It wouldn't surprise me to see more guys do more events. Like you like we realize now like you, everything is specialized. It is, but like we realize now it doesn't have to be. Like you can be you can be world class at multiple things, I guarantee it. Remember Carl Lewis, when we were kids, long jumper, long jumper, along with sprints. You never see that now. No, that's true. And you should. Why wouldn't you? I don't know. Right. Because you, if you're fast, you're picking up a lot of speed on that long jump. Yep. You so really, it, it really get those legs out in sense. front of you. Yep. What about the, what's up with that triple jump? Do we still need that? Why are we still doing I, that? I never know what's going on there. No. Because the first jump is kind of bullshit. Yeah. Like a little skip. Right, and it's, it's like just kind of confusing. Right, if I like just I like just staring at a white line that they've got to totally. jump behind. Yeah, that's if, it. If you're gonna have a triple jump, have a quintuple jump. Jump like have a have a sextuple like jump. Jumps. Right, if you're gonna have just three. Going. Why not have nine? Like I'm, I'm right. fine with just one. One jump. Yeah, I think as far one as you can. tells you what's going on. Right, three is like it's just it's a worse viewer experience. It's confusing. What now? Here's another one. The steeplechase. What the fuck is going on there? Jumping I walls. Like because sometimes you have you have some uh, pile ups in there. There's moats. Occasionally yeah. you land in a moat. It makes no sense. I just think it's kind of fun sometimes when you see like three people land on each other in the water. That is kind of fun. I do. I do like that. Do they still do the steeplechase. I think they do. Like what they do is they cut. Like it's the Olympic track, and then like. They cut inside and they have like a moat inside, I believe. Oh, so it's not like in the lanes. They have to run yeah, like off I, the track. Because a little then bit. you'd fuck it up for the other events that are going on it's that true. night. Yeah. So I think there's like a little like they shave off part of the lane. Oh, you know, you have to you have to turn here. There's like a dotted line. You go into this like inside path. Interesting. But it's super weird. It, it is weird. Make sense. And you ever try running with wet sneakers? Awful, awful yes yeah or and your bag like if you land you know if you land oh, in, yeah. in your pants you get you get all wet there in your bag and you're gonna end right. up chafed I, I assume you're you're going heavy on vaseline yep. before the race oh for sure yeah you gotta lube up absolutely well r.i.p dick fosbury Innovate, only 76 that's surprising because you because they've yeah, been doing that a fosbury, while i assume he like perfected it in the 60s maybe yeah, yeah. but yeah uh, also lost R.P. Joe Pepitone, three-time All-Star Yankee. He was 82. My favorite Joe Pepitone fact, he had a real quaff, I believe, but uh, oh. my favorite Joe Pepitone fact was in the episode where Kramer uh, watches the guy's handsome cab for for, uh, yes. yeah. for a day, and he's like trying to give the tour of the New York, but he, yeah. he doesn't know shit. And so yeah. he's like, Central Park was discovered in 1850 by Joe Pepitone. <laughs> That's pretty funny. Joe Pepitone's one of those guys where you just hear his name a lot. Like you don't. Yeah, you know? he would be throw like Gina Lola Brigida. There you go. Yes, that's a good one. That's just, a great example. Just, yeah, just a name that like would come up because yep. it's kind of fun to say. Wouldn't be surprised if Letterman used that name a lot. Joe yes, Pepitone. for sure. Yes, I feels would, like I a Letterman kind of thing. Absolutely, it sounds fun. Well, R.I.P. Three-time uh, All-Star Yankee Joe Pepitone. Uh, Michael Jordan's son's girlfriend, Larsa Pippen. Wow. She used to have sex four times a night for 23 years with, with Scotty. 
I did. I went ahead and did the math on this. Ed. That's roughly thirty-three thousand five hundred sessions. It's too much. It's too it's much. Too much. And Scott's got to be shooting dust by now. You can't <laughs> no, just, I get that he needs it, but sure. I don't know. That's that's too much. Like, how much can you make? Like, you just your body can't yeah. reproduce enough to still be creating fluids. He's got to be dehydrated. Maybe that's why he's so ugly. His his body yeah. is just drained of fluids. Right, like that. He gave that guy like a. A few pints of water, all of a sudden his face right, forms right. out to look like kind of nice. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't take much. Maybe if he just cut it down to two sexings a day instead of instead much. of four. I mean, two's a lot. Much. Two's a lot. Every day? Every Talk day, about. yeah. it's Look, you want to keep it special. You know, you want to keep it exciting. Anything you do 28 times a week is not special. No, I got to agree with you. Like, it's, you know, you want it. Also, you want, there has to be kind of like that feeling. It can't be too easy. You know, like you want, yeah. you want like a, the chase, the, yeah, yeah, you want a willing partner, but you kind of want there to be a little chance that she's going to be like, nah, not tonight. And it doesn't seem like so Larsa's when you get that the green light, right? It's that much better. Yeah. It's a victory. Now, also, yes. She in this same interview or something, she said she will be switching her name to Jordan if they were to ever marry, <laughs> which would kill Scotty. Of course, yes. Well, Jordan's very vindictive, and there was there was a there's long been a rumor that he was very jealous of um, Scotty's Madonna. prodigious manhood. Yeah, yeah. And Madonna used to like climb on like like to climb on Scotty's piece and. Despite everything Jordan had on Scotty, he didn't have that. So maybe he's vic- like a lot of people, vicariously living through his children. Like his ch- his child has now overtaken Scotty, and he wants to put his name on Larsa. Yeah, yeah. I, it's it's crazy how how much in the news she's been over the last well, I don't know four or five years. Yeah, because she's just. I, is she a real housewife or something? Like, why do I know about I think her? She, I don't know. I'll say that. I don't know. I think, though, she is somehow Kardashian adjacent. Like, okay. So she's in why. that world in some way. I could be wrong. Maybe it's just because she looks like them, but I think that she might be, like, friends with them or something. I don't know. Um. A uh, former NHL player who's now a the Philly Flyers, uh, I believe, GM. His wow. son, Carson Briere, was caught on film pushing a girl's wheelchair down the stairs at a bar. And the victim said he gave a tepid <laughs> apology when he was called out on it. Uh, look, I'm not saying all parents should be judged by the actions of their kids, obviously. But this guy definitely should. Like, Yeah, we, we must hold him, uh, yes. hold him accountable yeah. for, for his son doing that, that's that's just the shittiest move ever. It really is. Like I can guarantee you, like I'm not the perfect dad, but I can guarantee you without a doubt, this is something that neither of my children would ever consider doing a, a, a wheelchair, taking someone's wheelchair and throwing it down the stairs and thinking it's funny. Yeah. Like what kind of mean? And also yeah. you can't judge every hockey player. Yeah. But this does feel like the kind of joke yeah. that, that some, yeah. Hockey yeah. meathead would do. Yeah. Also, Carson Briere doesn't that sound like a like he's the gay guy guest on on like a fashion competition show? Like, and this yeah. week you'll be judged by flamboyant internet fashion diva Carson Briere. Oh, I think it was. I don't remember. It was after a sporting event. There was a Carson something. Chris Chrisley, and I thought that was one of the gay guys for the straight. It was. It is. Yes. Yep. He, but it seemed like he had like a wife and kids. No, the oh, kids I don't know. Part, I get, I, it looked like he had a wife, and I was like, "Wait a second! I thought this guy was gay." Um. Well, there he's is got a, a TV show where he's got a. Does he? I don't know. I, well, hold on. Let's Google him. I so I'm vaguely familiar with this guy, and I'll tell you how. Hold on, Carson Cressley. Oh, partner. Oh, I'm, it's, yeah, the show I was looking at, Todd Chrisley. Oh, that's a guy that went to prison. 
I think he's like a um it's a it's a oh it's a it's a USA network. Yes. So it was like on after a sporting event and then I was like, "What? I thought this was like one of the queer eye It is. No. Yeah, different guy. I happen to know who this Carson Kressley is cuz I remember one time one of my ex-wives was watching that show when it was on. And I was walking through the room and they were like, you know, they would like take a guy and like buy him new clothes and shave him. They always, they always pick somebody that's got like a big burly beard and then they shave it off and they're like, oh my God. Yeah. He looks so it's different. Like the, it's like the teen movie where the girl has glasses and her hair up. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yes. Ten, ten things. No. Ten things I hate about you. Is that one of those? Yeah. But there's, there's like, oh, no, she's, movies. no, she's all that. The one with Rachel Lee Cook. Yes. But both of them had like a situation oh, same, like same that. Same idea. So she was watching the show and they were like making over this like giant like goon like bodybuilder dude and he had long hair i think he was like a greek dude and he was like super jacked and this carson cressley still one of the funniest lines i've ever heard on tv he goes he's like he's like laying out clothes that he wants him to wear and he's like i um he's like i pulled these looks last night while thinking about you and then he looks at him and he goes that's not all i pulled last night while thinking about you Wow. And I, it was very risque. This was the 90s, I think, or early 2000s. And I was like, okay, that's pretty funny. Carson um, Briere, same thing, probably. Yeah, real meathead move. Uh, a sports better placed 33 grand on Fairleigh Dickinson to upset Purdue and won 495 grand this weekend. I mean, that's really impressive. It's still not as impressive as. The time I wagered fifty bucks on five to one underdog Leon Edwards to knock out Kamaru Usman for the UFC welterweight championship a few months ago, but it's still pretty good. But weren't didn't wasn't that like a game that people identified? Oh no, that was the Virginia one. Yeah, but but I feel like whenever you hear these stories, I also heard like somebody bet an insane amount of money, like fifty, no, like a couple hundred grand on Arizona, and then they lost. Yeah. And the payout would have only been something, you know, 15 grand. It wouldn't have been much of a payout yep. Yep. for all that risk. But I think anytime you hear these stories, these are just people with shitloads of money yep. that, like, they can't feel otherwise. But, like, you wouldn't bet $33,000 that you needed no, and uh, no. fairly Dickinson. This, like, this is somebody who like doesn't even notice that they're now a half million dollars rich. Yeah, this is like 25 bucks for them. And, and that number, 33 grand, that's like, I'm just get, that makes me think. I'm going to take a hundred grand and put it on three underdogs. Like they probably bet all right. the, all the 16 seeds thinking, Hey, right. what if one comes in? You know, that's going to pay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Still pretty impressive um, though. And also yeah, like, it's crazy. do you think he had some inside information that Purdue was almost entirely made up of white guys before he, before <laughs> he bet that game? Because I didn't know that. And I turned it on and I'm like, Oh, they're going to have a tough time. Also, they had some type of monster. In, they had like Frankenstein's monster. Canadian. Yeah. Number 15 at center. Yes. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. He's he's like the national player of the year. Really? Um, yeah. I, I believe yeah. he's going to be the runaway. I don't know if they've announced the award yet, but like yeah. everybody's, he was already like a unanimous All-American. Yeah. Um, but the dude, so Maryland lost Saturday night. The dude who helped do the murders was destroying Maryland. I was like, oh, this is cool. I'm glad this guy could play. I'm very excited that he's allowed on the court. I, I read that there's a second guy that may have been at the actual murder on the team. Not the no. guy, not the gun bringer. Oh, oh but the- another. Yeah, maybe like they've already verified that the gun bringer was there and rolled down his window because they have that. They just can't quite tell that there was a, a gun handed over and that's that's the defenses. Yeah. But like it's known that he was actually there conversing with oh with the murderer. Like it's it's a bad look, but he's fucking great. He's like yeah. six eight, six nine, can do everything. Yeah. And he's gonna be a, you know, top five pick. Yeah. Unless he goes to the pokey. Right. Um, yeah. I wonder if that'll but, affect uh, anything. Do, but Purdue I think it's one of those things when you rely on a a big dude, even if he goes for like 20 and 20, even if he does something like that, you still need the other guys to come through. And so I think they just jammed the other guys. Yeah. And that's that's kind of it. I watched a little bit and they were just drawing him outside and shooting over him, like to open things up in the middle. You know, they were, they were kind of moving him around to to give themselves uh you know more chances at rebounds and stuff and right. also he's, but he's, not, he's yeah. not the point guard like right. he can't 
control all the action, yeah. he's still reliant on the rest of the guys. Yes. But- and he can't just scare everybody. Like when he runs up there with that face, you know, it's he's like, he's scary. You know, he is. Yeah. He's terrifying. He's like seven, four or something. Terrifying. And the thing is a guy like that, Back in the day, it would be yeah. like, oh, he's the number one pick. Yep. The NBA has no use for guys like that. No, not unless he can shoot threes. It'd take no. and put it on the deck. No. Yep. Um, a man was kicked out and had to be carried out of Miami Stadium for being overserved at the World Baseball Classic. That man was Takashi 69. He's, he's I, back. I, I mean, he's back. I, well, I got a buddy who will constantly send me like, um, stories or reels from Takashi 69's Instagram and it'll be like him walking through his driveway and it'll be four Lamborghinis and he goes by and opens the trunk of everyone and the tr- every trunk is just filled with stacks of cash like that's the kind of content Where he does. Where is the money coming I from? I don't know. Also isn't there a price on this guy's head? But Yeah, I would think he'd be getting murdered. Yeah, he's supposed to have been murdered for being a rat by now and also how is this guy a baseball fan? Like, that's the last thing I picture is Takashi 6'9". Base, baseball fans are like 60-year-old dudes. Like, no, 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 there's no guys with face tattoos at baseball games. <laughs> that's true. This is really. But although guys that need to be carried out of a stadium, that does yeah, seem on yeah, brand for him. Tracks, for sure. Yeah. Also, Takashi, not Japanese. This guy's Puerto Rican. Right. He uses the N word. Yeah. Remember in the video, he's giving stacks to his abuela. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He's, he's, there's a documentary about him that I watched. He's, or most of, he's uses the N word a lot, which should not be allowed. He's not in the subset of people that are allowed to use that word, but he uses it. Also not Japanese. Also giant fake veneers. He got the biggest possible. He's like, Hey, Baron Davis, who's your guy? Because I need to go bigger. Find me like, where's the best horse (laughs) dentist? In Miami, because I need to go big as possible. He can't even talk yeah. over those things. Gary Delabate. Yes, yes. Just similar. Uh, the Yankees, the richest club in America, they make their players pay the $9 out-of-pocket for in-flight Wi-Fi on trips. This can't be true. Yeah. There's, they do. They, maybe they just don't want – they're like, you guys are watching. Maybe it's a um, Kellen Winslow Jr. situation where they're like – these guys are watching too much porno on the plane. Let's make, let's make them spend the nine bucks. Garrett Cole had dreamed of playing for the Yankees since he was a kid. But one thing that surprised him when he got to New York, the fourth most valuable franchise in sports charges players for internet access. This is worse. You know how like you got to shave your beard. Remember it was a big deal. Like Gary Sheffield, Got oh, tr- I hate that. Yeah, that they they make they they make these guys groom. Yeah, so the Yankees the, the Yankees are like the last team that still has it. You can't have a mustache like past your lip, right? And you can't have a beard at all on the Yankees. No. And that I I know, and you can't have long hair. Yeah, I know that affects the decision making for sure because so many guys these days have long hair and beards. But I think the charging for the Wi Fi, like if you know. They're going to be nickel and diming you like the spread's going to suck. Like there's, you know, they're going to get you for stuff. You're, they're going to want yeah. you to be donating their foundation all the time. Like this is just one of those things that it's like, if you're cheap here, you're cheap everywhere else. And people notice that. So just pay for the fucking Wi-Fi. There has to be a bigger yeah, reason. Aaron Judge said he got T-Mobile because the the as the Yankees they fly Delta and T Mobile customers have free Wi Fi on Delta flights. Un- unbelievable. Maybe this is maybe they're trying to cut down on them like setting up side pieces because it's it's also for their uh, it um you can use iMessage and WhatsApp if you have the maybe they're like hey there's you guys are you guys are getting too much puss on the road it's affecting your skills so if you're gonna want to do that. You got to you got to pay for the Wi-Fi. You got to pay the nine bucks if you're going to be side piecing on the plane. And this is certainly on brand for how they treat their customers, because, yeah. you know, I'm an Orioles fan. And when the Orioles are in town, it's not worth it for me to go to these games. They're so they, they nickel and dime you for everything. Yeah. Like it's it, baseball drinking and everything at baseball games is expensive. It's yep. next level at Yankee games. Oh, it's got games are way better. It's got to be. It's. It's awful at Yankee Stadium. Everything is just a fortune. Yeah, I go to the Dodgers and the and the big. I don't. I don't even know how he pulled this off, but that carpetbagger 
Frank McCourt, when they forced him to sell the team, he kept the parking lot. So you How go is in that allowed. I don't know. You go in and you and parking is like forty or fifty bucks. And you know you're giving it to that fucking asshole that, that ruined your team. Yeah, it's it's hard. That, that does hurt. Yeah. Um Jimmy Butler blasted Nickelback in the locker room to punish his heat teammates. Cause he's the captain, he gets to pick the music, or how's that work? Does it rotate? He's, he's he's clearly like the leader. He's definitely the alpha yeah. in every team he's been on. I he's he's an awesome player to watch, even like though I've always too. hated the Heat. Yeah, he's he's a good player to watch, but like that's that seems a bit mean. Yeah, it's like Guantanamo. He's he's like trying to Abu right. Grabe the shit, you know? He's like, <laughs> yeah. Then he's gonna make them get in a pyramid yeah. with bags over yeah. their heads. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's gonna put leashes <laughs> on him and and hook up batteries to their nipples. Now, did we ever find out if if uh, Jimmy Butler did sex Rachel Nichols in the in the quarantine, as was rumored? Because in the I don't think we, I don't think we got clarification, but it was kind of understood. That's what what happened. Yeah, and like that was yeah, that was a big story in the in the the bubble. Yeah, and then oh, proof that well, it's a video here. Well, let's, let's see if it plays. Proof that. Jimmy Butler and Rachel. Hold on. Got to let this commercial. Hold on. Turn off the sound. Okay, here we go. Let the commercial play. Skip bad. Skip four, three, two, one, and skip bad. And here we go. Okay, hold on. Let's get some sound going. Hold on. Over here. Yep. Receive a complaint of disturbance. There was a loud thumping going on. Oh. And who opened the door? Whoa. It was Miami Heat Four. Jimmy Butler drenched in sweat. Of course, Rachel Nichols has been involved in a lot of controversy wow. lately in the sports world. She made some racist remarks towards Mario. Well, Taylor, we don't care about that. As a result, Nichols will not be covering the NBA Finals anymore. However, this video isn't about that. This video is about why Jimmy that Butler was and the, Rachel she, Nichols she said about the other woman. Right. Said she got, she got better gigs because she was black. Yeah. yeah. The first piece of evidence that I'm going to oh, be talking about in today's video is the noise complaints that security noise received from hotel in the NBA bubble. Oh, Jimmy Butler is a lot of Sounds Day, like security it. Security received a complaint. A lot of thumping. And what do we know? Rachel Nichols has a lot of ass. So that kind of tracks. Butler was the one that opened it and was drenched in sweat. He claimed that he was dribbling quote-unquote a basketball, which is cat because how can you be that sweaty dribbling a basketball in a hotel? Well, Even the other TNT broadcaster stated that he was worried that there will be some wow. kind of entanglement in that hotel. Entanglement? Entanglement? That's bad. Entanglement? That Jimmy yeah. Butler and Rachel Nichols were indeed smashing in the hotel. They were smashing. They kept the secret. Some people also claim that Butler gave the dude talking doesn't like he well, sound like he'd say smashing. I don't think so. Yeah. Same. The second piece of evidence that oh, I'm going to go. be talking about in today's video is that Jimmy Butler and Rachel Nichols have a history of flirting. They look pretty flirty. I mean, look at how they smile. Look at uh, this is enough this for me. What I'm talking about. I mean, I can tell that look on his face. Competition. I keep it at that for for now. Um, oh my God, she's smiling. Oh, they're fucking. I'm asking you the question, and I appreciate that. I care deeply, Jimmy. Thank you. I care deeply. Winning game two. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I mean, they're fucking. Okay, that's all I needed. Confirmed. <laughs> Not sure about the Nickelback thing, but that's you know, hundred percent. He can do what he wants. Good for him. Uh, Tiger Woods once went to lunch with a group of Navy SEALs and refused to pick up the tab. Surprise, surprise. This is this is also when he told them he was considering becoming a Navy SEAL. Look, Earl right. did a bad job with this guy. Like, <laughs> how much was the tab? Not that much. Any tab is yes. not. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. That much. Yes. Even if it's a, even if it's Nobu or a really expensive yes. restaurant, it's never too much for Tiger Woods. He has all the money. Just pay the tab. The, the look of not paying the tab is so much worse than just picking up a hefty bill. Pay the bill, you cheap bastard. You know, these dudes, when he said, oh, I'm considered oh becoming God. a Navy SEAL, yeah. 
that's a real insult to them, but they're thinking, oh, fuck it. He's, he's going to pick up the lunch. tab. Yeah. He's buying lunch. We'll just humor him and make it seem like, yeah, yeah, you totally could be a Navy SEAL. Right. Also, he's like training with them. So he's like using their knowledge, you know, like they're, it's like a, it's right. like him giving a free golf lesson. He's getting a free Navy SEAL training from these guys and doesn't even have the, the courtesy to pay for lunch. You know, so somebody, bizarre. Somebody does eat that notoriously cheap when yeah, you're so rich. Somebody does you a favor, you just pick up a check. That's how. That's the way you reimburse the person. That's a way to say thank you for the favor. Somebody does does something nice for you. You buy the meal that ensues after the nice thing was done. That's just that's just known courtesy. And he doesn't know this kind of shit because he's a golf robot. <laughs> Earl, yes. Earl, you really fucked bad up, guy, buddy. Bad guy. <laughs> Uh, ESPN's Dan Orlovsky revealed he only washes his bath towel once every 30 uses and people got really grossed out and ripped him online. Okay. Orlovsky's making the show a lot these days. That 30 uses, 30 showers is off. Obviously too many. That's too long to use one towel for a shower, but I would argue he's, he's, he's only washing his towel once a month. Yeah, that's yes. unless even worse, he's not showering every day or even worse. If he's showering twice a day, then that fucking thing's never getting dry. It's just a wet ass towel all the time. <laughs> so th- I-, I think we all agree that once a month, we'll say it's once a month or even every 20 days. We'll say that's too often that, or that's not often enough to wash your towel. But every shower obviously is too often to wash your towel. So what's the right amount of showers before that towel needs to be washed? Ed, I, I feel like I probably don't do it enough, Yep. but I'd still say it's in the ballpark. For me, it's probably like eight days. That's where I'm like, at. I, yep. I, 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 I don't do it every week, but I'd say it's like pretty soon into that second week. I'm like, Oh yeah, I got to throw it. Like, cause I'm constantly doing laundry. Yep. Yep. And so it's like, I, it definitely doesn't go in every load of laundry, yep. but then like you just kind of remember it sometimes. You're know, like, oh yeah, yeah let's throw that in too. Yep, same. I try, I try to do every week, but I forget, you know. And I'm like, ooh, it's probably been that long. Then eventually, the towel is used to clean up some fluids at some point. It's a run into a point <laughs> where I'm like, oh, this is the only towel nearby that can help with fluids, and it's getting washed. And I feel like that happens once right in that week to 10 days area yes. that's the right that's amount what i said yeah. like the the eight day maybe yeah. nine but like yeah certainly not two weeks two and yes. certainly not a month no a month i mean this guy's crazy and this look this guy makes a nice living like he's not poor like this this guy right. can afford to wash his towel i assume he's got a wife you know when like, i was in when yeah. i was in college oh yeah yeah you had to right. pay for every load of laundry yeah it, it was gonna be a long time before i Wash the towel. All bets are off. And also you're like, you only got a couple towels and you know, one gets used for fluids. And then you're just like, oh, I can't waste my other towel on fluids. Yeah. So let me go get the crusty towel. That's already been used for fluids and reuse it for fluids. Look, this, yeah. this is not something we're proud of, but it happens. Shit happens. Oh, yeah. college. Sometimes oh, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I reused underwear. Like Oof, there were, yeah. there were some dark days when you're, you're like, fuck, I got to not just the expense of it, but like just having doing it. Yeah. Just having to like go to a, yeah. like when you're in college, you don't have like a washing machine in your own place. Yep. yep. In the dorm or something or wherever you are. Like you have to go somewhere external. Th- then it builds up and it becomes like too big of a job to have to do because right. it's like first yeah. you just don't want to do it. And then there's so much to do. You're like, I, this is this is an insurmountable task I have in front of me. This can never be done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. In there. Uh, Patrick Beverly said gangster rap made Ja Morant do it. What, what, posing with the guns and uh, Instagram pictures. <laughs> this is, I thought it was the violent video games. Do we sure it was so, the violent video? Was it Grand Theft Auto? I, so I've got a, uh, an, an odd take on this. Yeah. I don't believe violence in movies and video games is leading to anything. But I think Pat Bev might be onto something because it's so dumb for a yeah. guy with what John Moran has to be posing with with guns. Yep. So I could see, in a sense, 
he thinks it's cool because of gangster rap. Yeah. When he doesn't need a gun. So I, I could kind of see what he's saying. I don't think him listening to gangster rap is going to make him be a murderer, but I could no. see it like adds to the cool factor. There, is, there definitely is something in the hip hop culture where you got to seem hard. And especially for somebody like John ja Morant, who I believe comes from like a middle-class background, he doesn't yeah. have the hard scrabble upbringing that a lot of these guys do. There may be something a little extra in him to seem like he's, you know, a little more street than he actually is. I didn't, you know, yeah. that, 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 that tracks for me. The bigger question is, is there anyone that ever got less out of more than Patrick Beverly? Like what? So like, why do we know this guy? His whole, his whole thing is he's a lockdown defender. Oh, he's an antagonist. I, no, he was just on lockdown defender. He was just on the Lakers. He didn't lock down shit. I watched him. He is. He never locked down anybody, but he'll talk a lot. He'll talk a lot. He'll he's, Ooh, he's an antagonist. That is not, that is not a value play for an NBA team. You got to be able to do something really well. And that's why he's on a different team every four months. But what he's really good at is like talking about shit. He's got a podcast. So good for him. He's, he's marketed himself. Well, he's kind of like, remember back in the day that Jack Haley would always, he was all, he was on the bulls. He was Dennis like, Rodman's friend. Yeah. He was Dennis Rodman's handler. And you, you had 12 guys on the team, but not everybody played. So you'd have just one dude, garbage time dude. That was just like, he, he wrangled the poon. He kept, he kept Dennis out of nightclubs. Like you could have one guy hey, on the team. And he serves too. And he's seven feet tall. Yes. You could have one guy on the team that didn't do shit. You can't have that anymore. Somebody, everybody's got to be able to do some shit. And you know, Pat, the Beth, only- yeah. The only scenario where I still think there is that kind of guy, Udonis Haslam is like yeah. 55 years old at yeah. this point. Yep. But he's like apparently like an, the most respected. He's like another coach yeah. on the team yep. for the Heat. Yeah. And so they keep him around because they're like, fuck it. Like, you know, he can, yeah. he can, if it's, if the situation is dire, he can go get us a rebound. Yeah. But, but he's got value there in, in the mentorship. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, L.A. No, uh, and I think it's La- Las, Las Vegas Man. Aces yeah. player Kelsey Plum calls out Raiders coach Josh McDaniels after her husband Darren Waller was traded days after their wedding because they were going to be in the same city, probably because he wasn't invited to the wedding. LOL. She posted on Instagram. So I read that they had a falling out because McDaniels announced their wedding during the combine. And they were pissed because they didn't want him to announce it or they wanted oh. to be able to announce it their own. Oh, that is pretty weird to like put somebody else's business on front street like that. Like who's, it's like, weird. Who's 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 just also, rapping. Like, he's, a, he's an all pro talent. I don't know. Yeah. Like he I think he's been hurt lately, but like he's like a stud. And then they just like yeah, abruptly him. traded him. Yeah. I mean, it's if it's true, it's hilarious. But like. I have my doubts because no one wants to be invited to a wedding, right? Like it's right. You know, you, you get invited to a wedding, but you, and you Bachelor go reluctantly. Party, yeah. Depending on the, the, the crew, you can yeah. see that, but the yeah. wedding, yeah, you got to get dressed up. Oh yeah. You got to, uh, a lot of times you got to travel. Yeah. How about, how about those weddings? And it's been a long time since I've been to one of these where they're like, the wedding is at one o'clock at this church. And then they're like, the reception is at six o'clock at some hotel across town. You're like, so what, what the fuck? Yeah, what are we supposed to do? I just kill time. We, we have to take pictures. Yeah. What the fuck? Like go to lunch, take a nap. Like I'm already in my goddamn suit. You want, you, you just want me to wait around for five hours to eat my rubber chicken. My, my, my wedding. Yeah. Uh, it, it sucked for me, but we just had cocktails served while we rifled through pictures. Love so like nobody even looks at these goddamn pictures. Do it. So we're going to do it and we're just going to do it fast. Everybody's going to knock it out. Yep. And you can have a drink while you're not in the shot, yep. but that's how it's got to be. Yeah. You have to, you ha- you cannot separate and make people kill time. Yeah. Because yeah. if you do, yes. you risk everyone showing up at your reception shit faced already. Yeah. And it's got to be quick. People get bored. You got to go boom, boom, boom. So it's got to be like short ceremony, cocktail hour, fucking toasts. Keep those toasts and, short. And Don't let everybody pictures, make a toast. And oh, posed pictures, yeah. like those formal things, yep. they suck. They suck. The, the best wedding pictures, if you're going to get them, yep. is like while people are enjoying themselves at a party, right. not 
like standing stiffly in front of some yeah, formal background. journalistic style photos where you just have the yeah. guy walk around, snap pictures. Yeah, yeah. But it look, I will say our wedding photographer was super hot. So like oh, some of my friends, huh? some of my friends were like chasing her around anybody, the whole time. I was anybody like, get it? No, but I remember thinking, I, I remember having to say to her, Hey, listen, I know these guys are like trying to be in every shot. Like, please yeah. don't take any pictures of these dudes. We don't want to see it. <laughs> but they were all like, Hey, you want a drink? Like, Hey, <laughs> of course. what are you doing after the wedding? Of course. That's amazing. Uh, okay. Let's talk some, Oh, let's do some voicemails slash emails. He's so easy to hate. Your time he likes to waste. His calls are far from great. His calls are far from great. He's such a stupid fuck. He seems down on his luck. His voicemails really suck. His voicemails really suck. No one's enjoying him. He's so annoying. Plus so fucking boring. And worthless, but he's got nothing else to do. And he's even worse than ish, 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 ish. His faults are useless shit, 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 shit. He's fat and got big He's Manuel in Gonia. Few voicemails here. What's up? I'm driving home from work. Uh, I, I had to remind David in Salt Lake for work. Uh, or if you don't know, um, Tiger Woods oh, talking Tiger about Woods. him being cheap and shit like that. I don't know if you all remember the story. Um, you can Google the whole four. It's out there. But anyway, he was, uh, he always wanted to be a Navy SEAL at oh, some point. Discussed. I don't know when, but as a pro golfer, when he was, you know, at the top of his game, he went and stayed with some Navy SEALs. Uh, stayed in their bunkhouse, I think for a few weeks or a month, a couple weeks, is at least a couple weeks. Point is, they taught him how to, to be a Navy SEAL, how to repel, how to shoot. He shot all their guns. He used their ammo. Did it all. He did everything the Navy SEALs do when they train. I mean, everything. He took a big group photo with him. You can see it online. That he's like, kind of confirming everything. Totally. That the final night he's he was a there, they all went out for, I believe, a big steak dinner. Steaks. And the check came for a bunch of them. And they all looked around, and, and Tiger looked around. And then I guess one of the Navy SEALs finally said, I guess we're going to split it. And this motherfucker, Unbelievable. after doing all that stuff with them and the stuff he did for them, Unbelievable. literally made them split the fucking bill. Even one Navy SEAL texted the other under the table, this guy is fucked up. Yep. It wasn't about the money. It was about the principle. Of course. You know, um, no respect whatsoever. So if you had not heard that story, I wanted people to know about that shit. Anyway, guys, take care. I'm listening to the rest of the episode right now in the fucking snow. Love it. All right. See ya. Take care. Love you, David. Thanks, David. Great dude. Okay, here's another one. Guys, Superly here. Superly. I was listening to the last week's episode. This is, look, everyone knows I don't preview these, but I do recall last week that we discussed that the, um, the race, the transracial woman who had had pretended she was black and Latina. Those for, all part two. Well, yes. And we were, and we were wondering when she would be marketing her feet pics like Dolezal. And, and then we determined that she, we learned that she, uh, she got her graduate. She did her PhD at the university of Wisconsin. And I, I had a feeling this would draw out oh, our, trigger. Our, our gopher superly. So I'm not, I'm not certain what he's going to talk about, but something tells me that will come up. So got damn near through the whole thing. And I hear some bullshit and apparently it's news now when someone from Wisconsin is not what they present themselves to be. I mean, Russell didn't teach us that. JJ didn't teach us that. Brad Davidson didn't teach us that. Fuck, Dick Kane went there, too. I mean, and now you're surprised that some lady is pretending to be African-American that went there? No, it's just standard. Just everyone you know that went to Wisconsin is fake. Um, and also, like, who thinks that who thinks that a Wisconsin degree in African-American studies is a good thing? I think that was Ed. You said that? No. I, I mean, said it's, it's like a good, a it's a good school. school. It is a good school. The, <laughs> it's apparently Super Lee has a diff- differing opinion. 
a degree in photography. I hate Duke, Duke, but I recognize it's a good school. <laughs> like, it's absurd to say it's not a good school. Well, I don't know. It's super least he's involved in this area. <laughs> There's no African-American people that didn't move there for only four years to go to Wisconsin play basketball and move away. And they even look at it's just fuck Wisconsin. That's all that. <laughs> fuck Wisconsin. Okay. <laughs> Lee, you're the best, dude. That's amazing. Okay. I love the pettiness. It's great. I love it. Here's another one. Hey, you guys. And oh, Brian Baller. So I was just thinking about it, and I'm keeping it short like I always do. Uh, about three weeks ago, I saw Galaxy Quest, you know, and I was going to have... This is, this is no Tim, time like the present. This is Tim Galaxy Allen. Galaxy Quest. Alan Richtman. Rickman. Uh, Sigourney right. Weaver, I think. Is she? Yeah. It's... Um, she's in. I've never seen it, but... I've seen Those it. are some heavy hitters, other yeah. than Tim Allen. What, what's... Well, do you want to... Do you want to proffer your review quickly before we get to Stu's? No, go for, go for Stu's. Oh, Okay. Just, I just wanted to compare and contrast. Here we go. I had a bunch to say about it. First of all, it's a shitty movie. It's completely implausible. Like, you can travel light speed, but you come here over a TV show. It's fucking ridiculous. And Tim Allen and what's her name? Sigourney Weaver and Justin what's Long. What's her name? Oh, Justin Long. And Alan Rickman. Mm-hmm. Ju- rumor about Justin Long is he's long. That's why. That's why he's. Bad. That would make sense. Why he yeah. he's had a pretty good hit list, right? He beds a lot of starlets. Now I feel like sometimes guys bed a lot of starlets, and then they get the the reputation for being well endowed, as as Justin Long apparently has. Let's let's Google that rumor. Justin Long. What do I put it? Penis. Oh oh, hold on. Uh, this could get me some pop-ups. It could be a pop-up situation. Oh, he got Amanda. Sa- oh my God, Amanda Seyfried. Well, there's some picks. He's you know, he's doing all right. Good for him, Justin Long. It's Googleable. Uh, let's continue with Stewart. Where's the button? Oh, right here. And so here's the thing. Uh, how fucking rich is Alan Rickman? And oh. I had a number in my head, and then I looked, and I'm going to set it at 19 million plus minus. Oh, okay. So well, I'll fuck with Alan Rickman. Okay. And I was going to do a Daily's Choice. Okay. Between Justin Long is in that movie. He's what? a kid. Oh. I didn't remember his last name. I had to look it up. It's like a punchline to a joke. Yep. Long. I should be Stu Long. <laughs> but uh who's the fucking SNL guy that's banging all the other hookers oh, between those yeah. two? Um and then but what I really want to talk about is this thing at work, this guy I've been talking to here, he's an engineer, and he's just talking about the um metric between well it's uh park rangers and national forests making garbage cans that bears can't get into but human beings can and will use and the 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 interface of those two okay and the stupidest humans and the smartest bears the stupidest bear on this fucking planet is infinitely smarter than the stupidest person on this planet because the stupidest bear on this planet still has to do everything on their own that's true period they're determined hey you're on they something. die you're End on of story something. stupid people get catered to and that's how that works there you go anyway mm, fantastic thanks, um okay ed how rich is this how fucking rich is this guy I can't figure it out, I guess I'll try. Is he worth a billion, or maybe just a million? How fucking rich is this guy? Alan Rickman passed away a couple years ago. Great actor. Left most of his estate to his beloved wife, Ed. How much money do you think Alan Rickman had when he kicked it? So uh, I would say a lot more than 19, what Stu said, because 
Yeah, he he didn't get paid for Die Hard. It was like his first movie. Of course but not. But then that Robin Hood was a big movie, whether or not it was good. He, yeah. I bet he got paid as like a, a big. Then he had movies like that, uh, the Galaxy Quest. But then he got Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Villain. Yep. So I'm gonna That's I'm gonna money. say he was worth forty five fifty. I think you're closer to it, according but according to celebrity net worth. They got him low. Net worth sixteen million. What? Maybe, maybe he had a spending problem. He was in love. Actually, he he yeah. got like no, big he did movies. work. He did work. He turned down a lot of shit too. I mean, he was in demand. He always worked. You know, his quote was probably at least a couple million per. You know, double or triple that for Harry Potter. I'm thinking you're probably closer, Ed. Okay. What was the other one? Oh, Potter's big money. Who's whose dick do you want to check out? Hold on. Davy's choice. It's a choice I make. Davy's choice. Watch me shiver while you shake. Here's the game. Ed walks up to a urinal on either at either adjacent urinal is a celebrity. He can only take a look at one of their penises. Ed, Justin Long or Pete Davidson? Uh Pete Davidson for sure. Because yeah, I mean the rumor. You got it. It's the rumor. He's he's rumored Justin Long, to really like, be back I, in. I, I'm not entirely sure. Like I know what he looks like. You wouldn't but recognize if I saw him in a restroom, I yeah. don't know if I'd really know. But Pete Davidson, he's very recognizable. You wouldn't recognize him. I once I once urinated next to professional snowboarder slash skateboarder Sean White. He had yeah. his, he had a sweatshirt with a hood on. Had no idea I was urinating next to Sean White. I thought it was a child. And then as we walked away from the urinals, everyone was like, hey, like saying what's up to him. And I kind of glanced back and I'm like, oh, there's Sean White. But I didn't. The point is, much like Justin Long, wouldn't notice, wouldn't know. So, yeah. And so I think it's obvious, Pete Davidson. Thank you for that, Stu. One quick email. Brian and Ed. Being born and raised in Phoenix, I've always had the luxury of going to spring training games, which, for the record, are better than one of the meaningless 162. Enter and drink for half the price, no real obligation to watch the game, and you can see the, quote, action from anywhere in the stadium. Also, life hack for Arizonians and Floridians—easy for me to say—Arizonans and Floridians. Amazing first date spot. It's low pressure, and if you aren't really feeling the date halfway through, you can have the booze, baseball, and walking the concourse to avoid awkward lulls in the conversation. Anyway. I wanted to give my thoughts on the new rules since I know Brian has expressed concern about the pitch clock ruining the drinking experience. I got to say, this concern is legit. I got to the game in the middle of the fourth. Well, that's pretty late to get to the game. The middle of the fourth, especially <laughs> spring training where you could walk right in. It's not like you were stuck in the parking lot. Immediately got in line for a tall boy and was drinking it with intention. Appreciate that. By the time I was ready for my second drink, the seventh inning stretch was already playing. This caused me to commit what felt like a cardinal sin, which is to find the only mixed drink vendor in the stadium and get a double whiskey and Coke. Ah. Yeah. For my generation, yes, I found a way to mention my youth for the second straight week. Baseball died after the steroid era. For the TV viewing experience, I am declaring that Baseball is officially back after 20 years of being terrible. You might actually miss something if you look away for a few minutes. As for the in-stadium experience, the real games will have commercial breaks and naturally be longer than spring training. So you'll you. So I think you'll be good, but the change is noticeable. So ballers, let me know what you think. Is it ever acceptable to drink anything other than beer at a baseball game? That is from Drew in Phoenix. Ed, it's 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 a beer only place, right? I, I always beer only for me, and always. also, yeah. um, I I think it's great that that they the pitch clock. I I, I really do like the, all of the guys with their little twitches and stuff, and the guys who have to tighten up their batting gloves between yeah. each pitch and all that. But like maddening, 
And yeah. I get the, the Bob Costas's and I, hey, Brian I'm just going to take a shot. Yeah. I'm going to take a shot that you are yeah. not a, a fear yeah. and certainly not Jay Stu. Yeah. Oh, of course not. But like, but that's not what ba- baseball is yeah. dying yeah. for casual fans. Yep. And like, they got to speed it the fuck up. Like I'm kind of used to the flow of baseball, but if I can have a, uh, a 10, seven game that doesn't take five hours, that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, it's, you know, I'm kind of, I still am not into it just cause, just cause the whole thing of baseball is it's the one game that doesn't have a clock and now it's fucking, and now there's clocks everywhere and these base runners are going to be able to time this 15 second clock and they're going to be taking bags all day, which I guess people will think is a benefit as well. Cause they can now slide into that bigger base yeah, after but- time in the pitchers release. But I, I'm just not into it. I, I never was annoyed by the length of a baseball game. I would just leave or turn it off. And, you know, I just, uh, maybe I'll come around on it, but I don't think so. I just, I always liked that baseball didn't have a clock and things weren't timed and, but maybe it'll become just like normal. Now, I mean, they start extra innings with a guy having a double. Now there's a ghost runner. That I don't, I don't like, yeah, yeah. It's so it's right. like, you know, but it just that's like is kind of cheaply manufactured yes. stuff. But yeah, to me, like speed it up. The, 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 the amount of like little quirks yeah. that you can get away with in baseball, that it's just too much. Yeah. I mean, it's no all more Garcia Parra taking 12 minutes between pitches because yes. he's got to do all these things. It, Fuck off. And it has already decided games, which is like how much how much more control do we want to give to the umpires? But maybe they're just trying to set a precedent in, in uh, spring training and maybe it won't be, you know, as bad in use. We'll see. I I, I was trying to watch some of these uh, some of these college basketball games and I've I've advocated this for this before. I want replay out of every single sport. It slows the game down so much. It fucking ruins the experience of watching a game when you have to wait five minutes to figure out if a ball was in or out and who it went off. So I believe that if something is the most egregious thing in the world, but I think every replay you should have 10 seconds. And if it's yes, not obvious yep. in 10 seconds, but like if something blatantly, like the, the ref was looking the wrong way and something terrible, ha- you know, something it's just, we'll decide the game for yep. a horrible call. You'll know inside of 10 seconds, that first replay, if it just jumps off the screen at you, you know, it's, it's done. But like, there shouldn't be 40 angles to see what happens. Like if it, if it's obvious in t- within 10 seconds, that's it. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. If you Same with NFL. Just leave like, it. it. Yeah. You know, did he catch the ball? Yep. We'll, we'll see on the first replay and then that's it. Did he make a football move before going right. to the ground? Like, you just know that right away. And if you don't know, leave it how it is. Right. It ruins the game. Do it like tennis. Tennis takes one second to figure out. I get that it's only in or out, but still. Okay. Let's talk some not sports. Well, it's time. It's time for not sports. Not sports segment. Segment. The Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports. I'm talking about the segment now. Not sports. Not sports. Not sports segment. Ed, anything going on in the world of not sports? Oh, we lost a a sad, very sad one. Horrible. R.I.P. Lance Reddick, a.k.a. Cedric Daniels from The Wire, only 60 years old. He was also in the John Wick movies uh, and in great shape. Like, he would be like that skinny dude who, like, take off his shirt and you're like, Jesus, he's jacked. So jacked. But, like, like, looked looked in very good uh, shape at all times. And also a great appearance on Eric Andre. The oh, Eric Andre show I have, was I actually have really that. good. You want to hear it? Really? Yeah, it's kind I love of it. like if you've already seen it before, then we can play it and then we just kind of describe what's happening because he <laughs> the Lavar Burton he, thing. Yeah, he definitely was in on the joke. Let's see. Here. Yeah, if I can get it to play. Everything wants to be slow when you need it the most. And lost Lance Reddick. Right. So, for anyone who doesn't know yeah. the Eric Andre show, yeah. 
Eric Andre just like it's like an adult swim kind of like just try to be super weird. Yes. And exactly. like you can't tell some of the people he's fucking with, some of the people he's not fucking with. Yep. And are some of the people are in on the joke, some of the people he's just straight up fucking with. Um, yeah. Yes. And you don't know. Yes. I think I think Lance Oh shit about baseball. Oh, it's yes. boring. All right. Wait, this is what I want to talk about. Not that. No, yeah, I didn't want to talk about that. We're talking about baseball? About baseball? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait. Well. This is what I want to say about baseball. I'm so fucking sad this guy's dead. Hannibal Burris is eating a bag of chips. And he's just, he's just like staring at him and he's asking about baseball. And it's like, why are you asking Lance Reddick? Yeah. All over the ladies when he's in powdery frost. So he's trying to irritate him, right? But he's. Yes. He's in on it. And so he gets up. Because he's he jacked. Punches his desk. Punches a hole at his desk. <laughs> then he comes back. Lance, Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick. Oh. Yeah, that was. That was intense. Yeah. He's an interesting guy. Is Krabs more embarrassing than AIDS? <laughs> oh. For the moment, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so he comes out dressed as two. LeVar Burton characters, <laughs> Kunta Kinte and whoever he was on, on uh, with Star the, with Trek. The, like the singular sunglasses, like, yes. uni- you, like whatever yes. those sunglasses on Star yes. Trek. Like and a, he's shirtless and he's Cyclops so jacked. Looking. Yeah. I yes. wish I would LeVar Burton. I wish I would LeVar Burton. Where's my iconic slave role? <laughs> Motherfucker. I wish I would have all Britain. F*** all y'all. F*** all y'all. What speed don't rainbow read me, nigga? (laughs) (laughs) So he always played a very serious dude. And for him to do a role, like a little segment like this, just shows like the dude had a good sense of humor. He was was a delightful guy. And and, uh, and, and very sad. You can't die in your bed at 60 and have it be natural causes. Get out of here saying that's natural cause. He's 60 in great shape. 60 in great fucking shape. I need more info on what happened to current. Wait, what was it? Lieutenant Daniels. Yeah. This is very he sad. He captain eventually. Yes, Captain Daniels. Well, you know, he had... He's a captain, for Christ's sake. Yes. Show him the respect. Right. Hey, fam. There's still a lot more of this episode to hear, but it's only available to our bonus content subscribers. Click the link in the show notes or go to theballerlifestyle.com and subscribe so you never miss a minute of the show. That's what we do with Easy Ed Daily and the man Jay Stew and Brian Beckner quick to dissect the week in sports and culture and whatever. Talking loud covers connections, my brothers, reviewing some movies and shows and the others. Top podcast, man, no one is above us. Five star, even the haters will love us. And we're not trying to talk politics a lot. We'd much rather talk about dicks a lot. Shit's so hot, man, you know the shit's on top. Top podcast, man, it really hits the spot. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is so flawless, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. Listen up, you players and shot callers, TBLS, the lifestyle's baller. And you know the show is for all us, TBLS.